0: Cash Welcome to our new episode. Today I'm going to talk about uh, Fantastic Beasts Crimes of the Grindelwald. Um, Well, before we start, let's say that I am, of course, a huge Harry Potter fan. I grew up with those books. And I don't think I I exactly um, fall in line with every person who hates this movie. I'm more of a, you know, kind of in-between. And you'll find out why. Well, Crimes of Grindelwald um, is a movie that takes place after the first Fantastic Beasts movie. And it's gonna, you know, go deeper into the Grindelwald and Dumbledore relationship. However, the movie doesn't really show much of that. I mean, it's really vague. That's one of the things that I think should probably be um, noted about the movie, so I'm not blaming the movie. The movie is really vague on the relationship. We know for a fact that Dumbledore was gay and they were in love. Yeah, we know that much. However, when it comes to showing that or not showing that, I think they're doing the right choice not showing it the way that it should. First of all, we, of course, we know that J.K. Rowling Is on board with these movies she's writing it and for some reason she keeps forgetting her own created mythos however the problem here is that basically you know he probably can't go and say it out loud that yeah uh, I'm gay in 1927 where the movie apparently takes place so yeah obviously he can't say that though people in our age will probably be like wow you guys are not progressive well, yeah, this is a different timeline, and sure, they can't say those things, because, you know, it's in that timeline. If he does say that, it's not going to be good. So, regardless of it, regardless of all the things, uh, I think one of the main problems with Crimes of Grindelwald that people had was mostly the plot inconsistency or craziness, which I think I can kind of explain away, but for the time now, it's weird as crap. Well, first thing that I think everybody had a problem with was when Dumbledore says, Professor McGonagall will take you guys away, and I was thinking, McGonagall? Really? As many people, many people have noted during the release of the movie, they said that, yeah, it's almost impossible, not almost, it's definitely impossible for her to exist simply because she was born eight years later than this movie, which means she was born around 1935. So, yeah, obviously it's really impossible for her to even exist, let alone be a professor. The funny thing is that McGonagall, the family name, which belongs, of course, to her dad, her dad's side were muggles. So, again, it's not possible to say that, okay, there was an aunt that shared the same name with Minerva and was a professor here. So, what could have happened? First off, I think I have a small theory that might explain away these inaccuracies. The first theory, for this problem at least, is that If you remember, if you guys remember, in the Prisoner of Azkaban, Hermione has this time-turner thingy that McGonagall gives it to her, mainly because she wants to take multiple classes. So, she obviously knew how to use that. She had used that. My theory is that probably she used it to go back in time a lot more than expected. Now, this can be a little bit weird. Like, how weird... Well, think about it this way. When Hermione wanted to go back in time, I think it was a, like a day or something. Um, first of all, it took, well, let's say like 10 seconds or something to go back in that specific time. And she had to, you know, uh, configure that thing. It, it took some time. And, I, and she had to, you know, roll it back a couple of times. Now, imagine if you want to go back years How long would you have to wind that thing up? And how long would you have to wait to actually go back? So, it is weird. Without a doubt, it is weird. But maybe, yeah, this was the way. Maybe they'll explain away how the time turner thing works. And they'll explain that, yeah, in fact, they went to the past. She actually went to the past. Why exactly? Not sure, really. I mean, I don't know what would be there for her you know, what could explain um, her reason to go to the past. Like, she'll go to the past to learn from Dumbledore. And there's another weird thing. If she goes back to the past, how does Hogwarts School let her work and then years later again let her work? It's a weird situation. I mean, it's a big problem. I hope it does get explained anyways. So, I'm not sure what it is and how it goes, but I'm thinking that, yeah, probably McGonagall went to the past. The next problem that everybody had an issue with was Nagini. If you remember, Nagini was uh, Voldemort's um, snake. Now, uh, she's seen here in this movie, and we understand that uh, she's a cursed witch, uh, that at some point, she's going to turn into a snake and never go back. Well... It's a cool thing, and I never understood why people had a problem with her, with her actress being who she is. I mean, sure, Nagini is probably an Indian name; it fits like that. So they expected a an Indian actor to, pro, to play it. Not sure really what they were trying to do, but I don't think there's much of an issue here. I actually don't really have a problem with her actress, and although I have to say she doesn't have much of a dialogue, it's really unnerving. Like why? But still, it wasn't that bad. Then, of course, the other problem becomes credences, um, identity. Many people had issue with um, how she, how he's being called a Dumbledore. So. The problem with Credence being a Dumbledore for people is that nobody seems to believe that. They all think that it's impossible, mainly because Dumbledore did not have another brother that they didn't know about. This would be a stupid twist by Rowling that she can't explain away. But this is my idea. I think that that's a lie. Credence is a very powerful um, wizard and uh, he has a lot of latent abilities and... Since Grindelwald knows he can't fight Dumbledore, and Dumbledore is an obstacle in their path, he's thinking that he's going to use Credence and this lie of him being a Dumbledore to um, fight Dumbledore so he can kill him and then rule the world or whatever he wanted to do. And that's the thing, that's the thing he's trying to do. He knows Credence is, of course, not a Dumbledore, but... She's trying her best, sorry, he's trying her, uh, his best to, you know, control Credence so that he can be of use to him. Uh, But the question becomes, how powerful is Credence anyway that Grindelwald thinks he's gonna beat Dumbledore? I think that Credence is actually really powerful, mainly because of all the anger that he has. And we have, we see at the end of the movie that he destroys a part of a mountain, But the problem is that he can't control that power. Imagine, if you will, Broly versus Gogeta. (laughs) A guy who's disciplined in power, who is almost as powerful, or maybe, you know, even less powerful, but at least he can control that power, he has discipline in that power, versus a Broly who is very, very powerful, but can't control it, so he's a harm to himself and others. Credence is exactly that. Credence doesn't have much control, while Dumbledore has a lot of control. And while probably he will take some damage, he will be able to beat Credence. But then the thing is, like, um, is he actually Dumbledore? I don't think he is. And that phoenix that we see, um, that phoenix chick that turns suddenly into a full um, phoenix, which was weird, because we had seen phoenixes die and being reborn and i don't think any of them became a full phoenix that soon i mean Donald even explains it he says it's gonna take some time but he's gonna be back to full health and when he he is he, that phoenix comes to harry's rescue in chambers of secret so chamber of secret so yeah obviously um that kind of thing um doesn't really work here like a baby chick suddenly ...being a full-grown phoenix. I may be wrong. It may actually happen. But the problem is that he said... ...that a phoenix will come to the aid of a Dumbledore. Because of the legend. (laughs) Well, here's where I think things get weird. And probably self-explanatory. We don't get to see... uh, ...basically the phoenix going to Credence or anything. He's just standing there. He doesn't care. However, I believe that in the battle between Dumbledore and Credence, the phoenix will come, Credence will think that he's coming for him, but he's coming for Albus Dumbledore, not Aurelius Dumbledore, I don't know what the name was. So he's not going to go for Credence, that's my idea. I think that then we'll know for sure that he's not Dumbledore and Grindelwald has probably been using him and then Credence will probably die by the hands of Grindelwald. And then, of course, they'll notice that, yeah, the blood pact is gone and they can fight. So, these are almost all the uh, plot holes that people had issues with. My idea is that J.K. Rowling is definitely aware of these. And she's doing this, uh, you know, intentionally. She wants people to be confused, so that the reveal will be better and much more um, cooler. Like, people will be like, wow, that is so cool. I think it's on purpose. But does it steal from the movie? Does it make the movie any worse? I don't think it does. I think it just adds a little bit of a mystery to the movie. For the fans, at least. Um, For those who are not fans, I don't even know why they would even try and... Say that, yeah, I'm confused. How are you confused? You don't even know the mythos, so how are you going to be confused? It's just a movie to you. So I think that, yeah, this is actually on purpose. However, I have an issue with several things. The cinematography in the movie is not that great. In many scenes, it's just like, you know, they were doing a trailer shot and they just kept it in. And it feels really weird. It's like nauseating looking at them. For some reason, like there are some zooms, in there that don't make sense and it's like you're like what what the hell is this so yeah it sometimes doesn't make any sense the cinematography it's kind of weird something else that i think is truly weird is the story itself the story is weirdly constructed not only does it try to answer credence's questions but also talk about gwindelwald but also show dumbledore there's so many things that it tries to balance out that it misses the mark on so many of them to the point that you're still confused. So, I think that the plot is overly confusing. And it could have been done in a better way. And it just jumps way too much from this to that, from this to that. It's it's weird. Obviously, it is weird. Now, let's talk about um, something else in the movie that I think probably did bother me, but... Not as much as everything else. I mean, this is something that people probably noticed as well. Something that truly, truly bugged me in the movie was how the relationships were handled in the movie. Like, we were supposed to care about Rita Lestrange. Alright, I do care about her. I think that her untimely death was weird and bad. But something else that truly made me, you know... um, not care about, was Queenie. I mean, Queenie was supposed to be a focus here, that her betrayal should have been something that would have hit us hard, but it didn't. It just made me, you know, lament my hatred for her. I mean, the very second we see her in the movie, we see that she's enchanted, um, that muggles and everything, it just makes me think that, yeah, she's not a good character and I'm not gonna miss her at all. So... Yeah, I think that this was handled in a bad way. It could have been done better. And I don't know why. I don't know why did they, you know, show these relationships in this kind of way. I mean, it could have been done better. Like, spend a little more time on these characters. But still, eh, not bad. I mean, honestly, not bad at all, but it could have been better. Now, one of the highlights of the movie, definitely, without a doubt, is Grindelwald himself. I think Grindelwald was actually one of the best highlights of the movie. He was absolutely amazing. He was very cool, very nice. And I think Johnny Depp plays this role really, really well. And why do I think that, why do I think that he's an amazing uh, character is that We see that he has a silver tongue. He's not a guy to use fear for uh, controlling his followers. He's using um, respect for them and, you know, things like that. You know, persuading them, you might say. Not totally respect. He has a great silver tongue, whereas Voldemort ruled with fear. Now, when it comes to who's better, Voldemort or Grindelwald, I have to say I'm still... On Grindelwald's turf, aside from, you know, Grindelwald being an absolute monster in terms of power, simply because of the Elder Wand and his knowledge, this guy is very calculating. Voldemort was not. Voldemort acted like a child at times. Screaming, acting crazy, jumping here, jumping there. That dude was crazy. He didn't know exactly what he wanted to do. He just wanted to kill Harry Potter, destroy Muggles bloods, things like that. While someone like Grindelwald is much more smarter. He's he's much smarter than somebody like Voldemort. He knows what he wants to do. He has plans for everything that he does. He's absolutely powerful. And in one of the scenes where it's weird, he's apparently doing some hookah or something. Um, he just you know blows out smoke and shows them that yeah. If we don't stop humans, this is what's gonna happen, and he shows world war. And it makes me think that if this guy (laughs) existed in my time, I would have probably sided with him because his heart's in the right place, and I haven't seen any bad methods from him. He even says, he says that, yeah, uh, let it be known that they are violent and we are not. Honestly, so far, I haven't seen anything violent-like from them. Sure, they have killed a few people here and there, but also horrors have, so I gotta say, I, so far, I think this is why Grindelwald was a very terrifying enemy for everyone, it was because, you know, he, he's just amazing, he knows how to persuade people, and I love how Johnny Depp plays that role. So then, um, here comes my last issue with the movie, and then I'll rank it. In terms of um, story, like I said, the story doesn't really move that much. It's really all over the place. But my main problem is, how are they going to make it into five movies? Is it going to be dragging? Is it going to be like, you know, how uh, Hobbit got dragged into three movies instead of being two and should have been done with only one? I don't know. I really hope that it's not like that. But it feels like to me that five movies is way too much. Like... You can't wrap it up with a third movie and be done with it. I don't think this story, unfortunately, has the potential to go to five. And I'm thinking, like, you know, even if they try to go with five, it's gonna be something that doesn't really um, work well. They're gonna, you know, continue moving on, like, dragging things, and it's gonna be bad. Now, I don't know if a duel between Grindelwald and Dumbledore will take place in the third movie or not. I hope it does. Because I don't know how they're gonna continue the story, it's kind of weird how the story is moving forward. I mean, of course, in the you know in that in that mythology and everything going forward, I would say that yeah, probably a lot of things happen, but nothing of note. So you can't convince me that there's stories worth making into movies. Like people will be, I don't know, if there's a time jump, I don't think people would be really sad, because honestly. Maybe nothing of note really happened. I mean, I don't need to see, for example, Grindelwald um, going door-to-door convincing people, saying, hey, you want to join my cause? So that's another problem that I have. But overall, I have to say, this movie was actually enjoyable. For a Harry Potter fan, you will definitely enjoy this movie. This is not a movie to say it was bad. Sure, story-wise, there are many, many weird things going on. That do confuse many people. But is it that bad that you're not supposed to watch it? No, I think that in fact you can watch it and enjoy it as much as you want. It's not that bad. Unfortunately, the movie is getting a lot of bad reviews and things like that. It, It wasn't... It wasn't favorable. But like I said, I don't believe that this is a bad movie. I think that, yeah, this is definitely not the best Harry Potter movie. Mainly because... Well... The story doesn't really draw you in and stuff like that. But it's not a- as bad as you might think that you know, you should be, like, um, just bycotting the movie. Just watch it. Just have fun. And don't think about all this, you know, nonsense. Just enjoy it as much as you can. It's not supposed to be absolutely perfect. Nothing is. But for fans, I think this, this is as good as it gets. So, yeah, going to the... Uh, Go into your store, buy a Blu-ray version of it, DVD, whatever you want, and just watch it, enjoy it. It's not that bad. It's not perfect, but like I said, it does not make it so bad that it's unwatchable. It is actually a good movie. In terms of Harry Potter movies, I would say that yeah, probably I would not put it very high on the list, and simply because, like I said, there are many many issues with it, including the story which should be its strong suit, because that's why we're even having these movies. But, well, that said, I don't think that um, it's not enjoyable. I think, yeah, probably this is a movie that's probably even worse than the (laughs) first one in some cases. But, you know, it was still fun. We still see a lot of fantastic beasts. We learn more about them. We see how they act, and they were actually cool. And though it does stray away from its name, but at least it does, you know, stay a little bit closer to the second part of the name, even though just a little bit. Thank you guys for joining us. I think I'll give this movie a 7 out of 10. And I hope you guys will enjoy the movie if you haven't seen it. Next on our list of reviews will probably be Bohemian Rhapsody, which I've been trying to do but didn't really have time. We'll probably do this and Roma. You know, kind of an Oscar sort of thing. So yeah, thank you guys for joining us and I'll see you guys very soon.